When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it's teacher Monica. And in this lesson, I'm going to be talking about ways that you can grow your vocabulary. And this is definitely one of the ways that has helped me to grow my vocabulary um, in my target languages. So really quickly, to those of you who are new, I want to welcome you and just quickly introduce myself. My name is Monica and I am an American English teacher. I'm from Los Angeles, California. So if you guys are wondering where my accent is from, it is from Los Angeles, more specifically the Valley. So I have a Valley accent. And for those of you who are practicing pronunciation with me, you are going to have my accent, which is quite neutral and easy to understand for most people, which is good for you because no one will have any issues communicating or understanding what you're saying. So that's one really cool thing. Now, really quickly, um, let's go ahead and get started. So... This is obvious, sort of, um, but it's really useful. I personally have been using different vocabulary books to grow my vocabulary in my target languages. Um, I actually, so this is useful for both beginners, intermediate, and advanced. Now, I am quite advanced in one of my target languages, which is Brazilian Portuguese. Um, I can understand Portugal Portuguese, however, I don't speak it. But I don't have any issues with understanding Brazilian or Portuguese from Portugal. It doesn't really matter. Um, so I'm quite advanced, actually. I'm very fluent, and I can speak, read, write, communicate, all that fun stuff, and I don't have any issues. However... I, I felt like, you know, I just really want to get to that native level. Now, as far as speaking like a native with the accent, I don't know that I'll ever get to that level um, because I started learning Portuguese at such an old age <laughs> as an adult. So, like, I don't know that I'll ever really lose the accent um, now, for native speakers, obviously, you guys are able to, to hear the accent when I speak. I think for, like, an American, if I was going to speak Portuguese to an American, I could probably pretend that I'm a native speaker of Portuguese because I don't think they would necessarily be, be able to hear the American accent when I speak. 
Um, and then I also speak Spanish. I speak Spanish at more of an like an intermediate level. Um, I did grow up listening to Spanish my whole life. However, I never spoke it. So, again, when I speak Spanish, I do have a gringa accent, which I'm okay with. Whatever. It's who I am. As long as I can understand and communicate, right? Like, that's the point. So, the cool thing for you guys... Oh, I should probably talk about um, the brand new language that I've embarked on learning, which is Hebrew. And the reason that I am actually learning to speak Hebrew is because I want to be able to read ancient texts in the original language. I have found to, that there are a lot of discrepancies, although not that many, when translating ancient texts into the English, modern English language. We lose a lot of, we lose a lot of the context. We lose a lot of the translation, and I don't like that. Uh, I, I want to know what's really being said, and it's important to me. So, I am, let's see, so I'm going to my fourth language here, I guess you could say. Um, now, this, uh, well, we have a writing system discrepancy because I, I had to actually teach myself the writing system, the letters, and everything, which actually wasn't that hard, to be really honest. Like, I would say maybe after three days, I was able to start reading. Um, reading letters, reading words, reading the endings that are different, you know. And so it didn't, it was maybe, I would say, honestly, like a total of maybe three hours of study. Like, real focus and study that I got it down. Um, and then I went back. So overall, like within those three days, I probably spent about an hour, maybe, just kind of learning the writing system. So for those of you who are embarking, I'm going to use this vocabulary word, which basically means to like uh, start a trip or go on a trip. When you embark on a journey, you are beginning your trip and you are um, starting something new. It's a new journey, okay? You can... Um, Usually we use this word embark with like a ship. We are going to embark on a ship, okay? Cruise ship, something like that. Um, so for those of you who are wanting to learn a language that has a totally different writing structure than your native language, the first thing you have to do obviously is like learn to um, how to kind of like read the writing structure. Now, granted, you don't have to start with the writing. You could actually skip the writing if you wanted to. This is just my preference when I'm learning a new language. Now, with Portuguese and Spanish, I did not have to learn any new writing structures because they use Roman letters. They use the same alphabet that I use in English. Hebrew is a completely different alphabet. Same with Arabic. Um, it's all different. Or if I was going to learn Chinese or Japanese... I would have to learn a completely different writing system or, or Russian, you know, whatever, um, or Greek. So with Hebrew, I had to do that. And it was fun. I love it. So it was great. Um, now, as far as expanding vocabulary, so why do I have Portuguese if I'm such an advanced speaker? And why do I have Hebrew if I'm just beginning, you know? So... In any language, 
learning vocabulary is always going to help you in anything. Now, one of the things that I love, and this is the Barron's book. I'm not sponsored. They're not paying me anything. I'm just recommending it because it's effective and it's what works for me. And it might possibly work for you. I don't know. Um, But, you know, as someone who has learned to speak other languages and, and, and had a lot of success at it, you know, I, why not share what I'm doing, right? So with, with Portuguese, now I, I found like when I went here and I looked through the book, I, I know pretty much like, oh gosh, a lot of these words, probably like more than 80%, maybe even 90. However, um, there was always vocabulary that I was like, oh, this is new. And even in the examples that they give, like, I was like, oh, that's a new word. Um, like, that was a new word. For those of you who don't speak Portuguese, it means regrets. So I, I thought that that was a cool word. It was the first time I ever actually knew that, like, learned that word. So that was cool. Um, so for advanced speakers, like, getting a book like this, and it doesn't have to be the Barons. It could be any vocabulary book. There are more. I actually have a ton. I have like 101 words that you should know. Or like, um, what is it? Like the five, what is it? 500, 501, 5,000. Sorry, I have like a library over here that I'm just eyeballing right now. I brought, I chose to bring these books though because these are the ones that I'm currently using. So I also watched this guy, this other guy's YouTube video where he taught himself to speak Spanish. It was like in 30 days and he did have like a week where I think he spent just learning vocabulary, like immersing himself literally in just vocabulary and then other things like so. So one of the things that I personally do when I'm embarking on a new language, there's that word again is I like to spend a lot of time just listening, 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 listening to my target language to get a a sense of the sounds of the, the sounds that don't exist in my native language. So for Hebrew, for example, there's a lot of the sounds that you hear in Arabic and Farsi, like and all these things that don't exist in English and then in Portuguese there were sounds like the uh sound that nasal uh whatever in Spanish there's the enya sound which we don't have and so there's different things that I like to adjust my ears to spend a lot of time listening to my target languages when I, well especially when I'm first starting with the language you know take that time to just Immerse yourself in listening a lot, a ton of listening. Now, the problem is that I don't understand anything that I'm listening to. So what I found cool is that when I learn a new word and then I actually hear it and I can recognize it, then I'm like, oh my gosh, I understood that. So that was cool. Honestly, I don't really know. I don't know anything in Hebrew. I I know the writing system now, the alphabet. And like Shalom. Yeah, that's my Hebrew right now. So it'll be interesting. I don't I don't have a specific goal. Like I'm not interested in like, yeah, I learned um 
I learned Hebrew in like 20 days. Like I'm not interested in this time frame. I know there's a lot of videos out there that talk about that stuff. I learned to speak Spanish in seven days. I learned Italian in 20 days. Like that's just not where I'm at. That's not something that interests me. Um, but I think it's cool. And I love the, I love watching those videos because there's always like a tip that I'll grab like, oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think about learning like that, you know? Um, so, so yeah. So for both beginners and advanced, like this is a great, a great, I don't know, technique, I guess you could say. Like, it's a great way to grow your vocabulary. It's what I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, guys, you know, if you are on this journey to which to be under to be watching this video to understand what I'm saying, you actually have to have a pretty decent knowledge of the English language. You would not be a complete beginner. Um, so... Yeah, I, I hope that you guys got something from this. And if you guys so choose, you know, get the book, get a different book. Oh, one more thing I wanted to mention about verbs. So these books contain the verbs. So I think one of the things that I think is really cool about learning verbs is that there's usually a noun to go with the verb. Um, so let's see. Oh my gosh, now I'm not going to be able to think of one. So like the verbs, like... Let's see. Let me just. Okay, here we go. So, argue in English to argue is to have a disagreement, to, you know, whatever, have a misunderstanding, to argue, to not agree on something. So, argue. That's the verb. Argument. That's the noun. So, one of the things that I'm doing with improving and growing my vocabulary, let's say for the advanced one, is. Let's say I come with a, I, I see a verb, I know what it means, but let's say I don't know what the noun is. I can look that up. And that's a, another way that I'm growing my vocabulary is to go to the verbs and find the nouns that go with the verbs. All right, guys, so make sure you join me on my podcast and on Instagram. You can look up, find me by just typing in English Teacher Monica. I'll pop up there somewhere and you guys can join me. And I will definitely be checking in with you guys periodically with my language learning journey, how it's going. I want you guys to also share your language learning journey with me. I'll be back soon. Take care.